0: your day job my name is Paul and I am your host as always today I am in studio in person with the ever-amazingly talented David Dave Wintz from City Escape Artist.
1: Yeah, that was, that was way too kind. <laughs> <laughs> was way, I appreciate that, but that was way too kind.
0: Dave, how are you, buddy? It's ah, good to see I'm you. I'm super,
1: dude. How are you doing, man? I'm
0: good, thanks. Thanks for coming on the show. So, the reason you're on the show is not because I wanted to have you on the show. <laughs> the reason <you're...
1: laughs> Nobody wants me on their shows. What are you talking about? Duh.
0: The reason you're on the show is because people asked when is when is Dave including let's give him a shout out chunk I mean chunk really put this together
1: right well thank you chunk I pre- he puts a lot of things together he's like my second wingman <laughs> when it comes to doing shirts and all that stuff I always rely on chunk because he's the best at
0: it right on. he'll get
1: quotes he'll get quotes for vinyl he does everything I love me I love my little chunky yeah, bear right on
0: well let's let's start there then uh chunk. Is your bass player? That's correct. Um, for the last album and the upcoming EP that's that coming correct. out. Uh, well, by the time you hear this, which will be Monday, we will have come out on Friday. Um, so let's talk through how Chunk got in the band. What happened to your old bass player? Is he still living? What's What's <laughs> all the story there?
1: Yeah, no, the, the, the single comes out Friday. The album actually comes out. The EP comes out on the 13th of August. Okay, cool. Um, no, the last bass player, Josh, uh, he, was the, he was with us for... A uh, big stretch around the home is home era, around our second record. Um, he's still a really good friend of mine. He just, again, he's an executive chef. And his hours, he's got two kids, his hours. He, right. It was pulling him in too many directions. Right. So, like, when he left the band, he was just like, guys... I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I have time for this. We were like, yeah, no shit. You canceled the last five shows. We, have, we, we figured. But it was, all, it was all good, and we're still good friends with him. Uh, I, I talk to him regularly. So, yeah, he's still a good friend. But, yeah, Chunk, we actually didn't have a bass player for a while, and then someone's like, why don't you call Chunk? And I was like, I thought he was playing with Super Fun Time Awesome Party Band. I didn't know if right. he wanted to stretch split his time. But then that band dissolved. Um, at least for the time being. So he was like, I'll play bass for you. So we got Chunk.
0: <laughs> cool. And did he try out? Did you make him try no. out? Did you no. haze him or anything? No. Or he was just in the band and that's that? No, nope.
1: he showed up. He uh, he learned. We asked him to learn like five songs for practice. He showed up. He played all of them perfectly. And we're like, yeah, you're the bass player. Nice. We didn't even give him a chance. We were like, yeah, you're coming. He's like, what if I don't want to? No, and you're in, the bass player.
0: Impact on the famous cityscape artist Harmonies?
1: Uh, that was Trevor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the introduction of Trevor because... When we got, when Josh quit, me and John actually sat down and said, do you even want to do this anymore? Because um, me and John, the drummer, we've been doing this for like almost, it'll be six years coming up. Okay. So we just said, do we want to do this anymore? Do we even want to find new people? And then Josh quit right when we, we got Trevor and then Josh quit. And then we all had that conversation, but then we found Chunk and everything's perfect.
0: Cool. Cool. So let's take a quick sidebar I heard a rumor that Wince is not your actual last name.
1: (laughs) That is correct, sir. So what is your real last name? My real last name is DeSilvio. It's very Italian. okay. And people can't even pronounce it, even though if you look at...
0: It's not hard.
1: No, if you look at the way it's spelled, (laughs) it sounds just the way it's spelled. But it's just easier to shorten that. Wince, people are like, oh, yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Way way easier to understand.
0: And, and where does Wince come from?
1: Uh, that would be my dog's name. My dog's name is Winston.
0: Wow. So you named yourself after your
1: dog. Yes. Because that's <laughs> what I, that's pretty much where I belong. <laughs> Four legs on the ground.
0: Right on. Cool. Well, then let's talk about City Escape Artist. For those of you who don't know, uh, City Escape Artists is a band on Allegedly Records who we're friends with. Bree has been on the show. We'll talk about Allegedly and, and your label situation in a bit, mm-hmm. but let's talk about city escape it's not your first band no uh why why the name city escape artist and how, where did it come where did where did this band come from in, inside of
1: you um truthfully i i played a show whew, holy cow how long ago is this a decade ago maybe and i was with a group of guys and the show was a fucking disaster Oh, so can I swear on this show? Yes, you can. Okay, sorry, my bad. It was a fucking disaster. Uh, The guitar player, I turned at one point, he just had his arms crossed. He wasn't even playing. So I cut the set short, and I said, you know what? I'm not playing music anymore. I was like, fuck this shit. I was like, I don't need this. (laughs)
0: Like, middle of the show.
1: Yep, I cut the set in half. We had 10 songs, we played five, and I even said, fuck it. I just hung everything up. And I actually didn't play music for about five years. And then I started writing stuff just under the name Evad and the Ominous Squad because my name, it's Dave Backwards. People still can't figure that Very out. Very clever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's where I get my my genius. Uh, but I started writing songs under that name just acoustically, and I started playing acoustically again, and it was fun. And I did that for about two years, and then I said, you know what, maybe I should start a band again. We're going to start a band again. So I was introduced to John through, uh, at the time, Abe from the Filthy Lowdown right. and his girlfriend Rachel. Their cousin's name was Matt he played bass so we got him on board and then he knew john so it was almost like a real it was put together really really quickly uh matt has since moved on from the band too but he's also he's doing well so everyone's he's good but he was on our first record this self-titled one okay um and then we were on no pants records and we got signed to them we released home is home and and he goes you know if you want to keep that name, that, that that's fine. He's like, Evad and the Ominous Squad. He's like, but I'd I prefer you change it. <laughs> so Home is Home was originally supposed to be titled City Escape Artist was the name of the album. So oh. it was supposed to be Evad and the Ominous Squad and the name was City Escape Artist was the album title. So we were like, that sounds good. We literally just picked it. We were like, yeah, that's fine. And he was like, you don't want to think about it? We were like, no, that's fine. We just use that. I don't. No one cares. Um, and since then, yeah, it's
0: cool. So where does city escape artist, you were going to name the album. that, so it must mean something. What, what does it mean?
1: Uh, I was actually going to name a band that years ago. Okay. Um, and then I said, I don't want to play music anymore. So I just, it's been in my back pocket for a while. Right. That's why I was like, Oh, I'll use it for, I'll use it for the name of the record. And he asked us to change it. So we changed it to that. So does it mean anything? I, not really. Okay, so there's no art involved in
0: escaping cities.
1: No, absolutely not. If you want to leave, just pack your shit and get the fuck out. There's no, there's no real art there, you know. But it's it, it was a, it was a fun name, and if I, it's so funny because everyone people always ask me, they're like, oh, do you want to get the fuck out of Pittsburgh? You must really hate Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh. Yeah, I love just, Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's just just the name of the band, man.
0: Right on. Uh, so that reminds me of you put a song on a comp that I put out on my label, Katsulu. Yes, I did. Um, So the idea for that was during the pandemic, I wanted just to put out something where people wrote and recorded something during the pandemic. Yes. And so I put out some info, see if anybody wanted to do it, and you did it. And I labeled the song um, by City Escape artist originally, and then you corrected me saying, well, this isn't a City Escape artist song. So what's the difference, no. Dave? No, uh,
1: lyrically, I am. I write very depressing songs. As in one of our videos, I'm a drunk Johnny Cash bozo. Um, but uh, yes. I, I write very depressing lyrics, but that's those are, I grew up listening to depressing lyrics, like Tony, even Tony Sly did that kind of stuff. I always admired that. I felt like it was very a lot of honesty in that. Um, but I wrote that during the pandemic, and literally that was that was written right when we were having those talks of do we want to do this. We knew we were going to record okay. Puncture Wounds, and we were going to release it. But we actually had the idea that we were going to record that record, just put it out, and be like, and we're be done. done. Okay. And so no more music after that. But I, I, I wrote that around that time, and that's when I said, you know what? If the band's going to dissolve, I'll keep writing music. I'll just do it acoustically. and I'll right. do it myself. And that's, right. I mean, it wasn't a professional copy. I recorded it in my basement with like a little, like my computer essentially. Well, like, Sounded great, yeah, dude. I recorded it by myself, but um, that's what I was going to be doing is I actually, I, I even have a Spotify account for just David Wentz. That's the only song on it. I think it has nine <laughs> streams on Spotify. No one even knows it's there. Because I never promoted it because there's no reason to promote it because right. I was actually going to supposed to go into Razorblade recordings with Johnny and I had five songs. I was actually going to do a small EP of just acoustic stuff. Yeah. And those songs are still sitting there on the shelf.
0: So why don't you do that?
1: Uh, it's one of those things I've been meaning to, but then like we got this EP, we got signed to the label and I wanted to give uh, Breen allegedly something new some, to put out because the, they're okay. in their infancy. Uh, so I wanted to give them something new and a lot of the songs on there, some of them are new. A couple of them were like ideas we had when we were writing Puncture Wounds. Uh, so it's not B-sides, but it's just, it, it's kind of like the songs that we we're, we were beginning to write them while we were recording puncture.
0: Okay, cool. So you just brought up Bree uh, Brie Meyer. So Brie, uh, is one of the owners of Allegedly Records. She is on an earlier podcast, so I would encourage everybody to go check that out. She, she's awesome and funny and quite driven, I guess is the right word. She wants yeah. to do stuff and she works hard at it and it's all cool. So you were you already mentioned you were on No Pants and um, you just switched to Allegedly. Yeah. Um, so so talk us through that.
1: Uh, we actually did a West Coast tour with Matt. His, his name's Matt Danger. He's he's the owner of No Pants. It's out of Oregon. Um, Matt, I love Matt. Like we we on tour, we had a great time. He came with us the whole time and like managed the whole tour because we went with the Filthy Lowdown because they were also on that label. Um, we had a great time, but we wanted to get something a little more close to home. We wanted something a little more local uh, because he didn't really have the reach right. out this way. Right. Um, So it I, I talked to him. It's no hard feelings. Uh, but when Bree said she was starting a label, I told her, I always told her years ago too. I was like, if you ever start a label, I was like, I will be on your label. <laughs> and when she's like, we started the label. I was like, okay. And I called Matt and I was like, Hey, I love you, bro. I was like, we gave you three good albums, man. Our first three albums were on your label. They're still on your label. we we might re-release Puncture Wounds on like vinyl at some point, but it'll be okay. like a dual release, both right. No Pants and Allegedly. But we right. haven't figured that out yet.
0: Right, cool, cool. So, so you knew Brie before before she started the label, right? Yes. So you guys were friends, or how, how did you how did you know? Her? I actually
1: knew her uh, through her Punksylvania stuff that she was okay. doing, like way back in the day when that stuff that was in its infancy and that right. all started. Um, that's how that's how I met her. Um, we clicked instantly. She's just she's just rough around the edges. I absolutely love her. She doesn't hold back. She just says whatever the fuck is on her yeah, mind. She's cool. Yeah, I absolutely love people like that. they are very direct, and they'll be, just call you out on your bullshit. I like that. Some people don't like that. I I enjoy that quality <laughs> in people because I need that. My yeah. wife does it to me, too. She's like, fuck you, do this. And I'm like, all right, okay, fine.
0: Fuck you, DeSylvia.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. I hear Oh, I hear that all the time. I get hit with shoes and shit in my house for being an <laughs> asshole. I deserve it. I do deserve it most of the time, so I can't even get upset.
0: Right, right on. Uh, so, what's your what's the intent with being on a label? Let's let's even start there. So, forget allegedly or no pants. Why be on a label? Why not just be just another Pittsburgh band doing your thing?
1: Because I've done that before, and I like okay. the like the the label's cool, and allegedly is really cool. Just like no pants was, they get your name out there a little more. Uh, you're they like allegedly is a merch store, right? And it, I don't know. I also wanted to be able to be on a label with other artists. I don't want us to be like a lone gun out there trying to be like, oh, you know. <laughs> I like to be part of like almost like a community. And I feel like that's what Allegedly gave us and No Pants gave us. You're part of like, the, you're part right. of the part of the team. All
0: right. right. Allegedly, I, I now that you brought that up, uh, their, their whole ethos, everything they're doing on Facebook in particular with the Allegedly group, I think yeah. is just amazing. There are people now in that group from all over the country, even other that. countries, and everybody's communicating and sharing and it's it's that's actually pretty amazing and and you're right I think that all kind of boils down to Brie so this is turning into we love Brie podcast more than (laughs) more than a day oh oh, don't give her that I don't like her
1: that much she's cool and everything but you know ripping dabs in my bathroom when she stays here but no big deal you know (laughs) but no uh no it's I even saw the other day on that same group that there was a sh- there's a band on there from Denver being like you want to play Denver on the 23rd. Like right. those are the kind of things. Like I feel like that's like back in the day. I can't remember what was the name. Was it Rock and Roll Maximum Rock and Roll where they used to have all like the tour dates. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. It, that reminds me like the new wave of that where yeah. people go on there and say hey we have open dates with anyone can come here and play with us, that's cool as hell. Right. I don't know if I could take a week off of work and fly to Denver and play and shows. And just that, play a show. Yeah, just play a show and be like, okay, that was fun, guys. Let's fly back. I don't think we even have the money to afford plane tickets. <laughs>
0: Here's your six PBRs. Thanks for doing exactly, this
1: show. Exactly. Oh, there's six, $600 round trip <laughs> airfare for everybody. Oh, your hotel stay? Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> Here's your six PBR drink tickets. Enjoy, right. <laughs> enjoy right. your night sleeping in a rental car.
0: But honestly... If I could swing it, I would do it 100% of the time. Oh, you know? so would I.
1: So would I. It'd, be, it'd just be fun. Yeah. I would absolutely love to do it.
0: Yeah. So speaking of that, let's talk about the idea of success. Success is measured differently by different people. It can be even be measured differently depending on where that person happens to be in their life compared yeah. to other, other points in their life. So is being on a label success for you? Is being able to put out good records that sound good and doing shows you know how are you measuring success these days for you
1: when i was younger all i wanted to do i wanted to release one album on a label it didn't matter if it was a big label or a small <laughs> label that when I, when I was a younger kid and i was playing in bands in my early 20s that's all i wanted one album on a label that's all i wanted so now this is going to be our fourth release on a label so did i succeed yeah <laughs> yep, I hit the, uh hit the mecca of where I was going. That's exactly what I wanted. Uh, but for me personally, we played uh, Greensburg like three weeks ago with the Homicides and the Crooked Cobras. And success to me was seeing all the young kids there. There was like probably, they were 18, 19 years old. And they were so nice. They loved the music. They wanted pictures. It was just one of the coolest things. It was cool. surreal. Because I guess they look at me like I'm a rock star. I'm like, nah, man, I, I, I sell pest control services for a living. You got <laughs> like, a lot of
0: tattoos, though.
1: Yeah, I, I, I might look like I'm famous, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I'm absolutely not, but it's just—it's just cool to me. What makes what we're doing worthwhile to me is when you see younger people. This is no offense to any of the older folks in the scene or the people we, yeah, like, like me. Yeah, like all the bands <laughs> we've been playing with. For, it has nothing to do with. It's no offense to any of you, but when the younger kids are there and the younger kids are into it, and like they show up to shows, like that was the coolest feeling. It makes it feel like everything we're doing is worth it because the younger generation is getting into it.
0: Right on. Uh, you mentioned your day job, so you still have a day job, even yes. though you're on a label. You're not like living off of music, right?
1: <laughs> My Let's... last Spotify, I think we got it from all of our streaming services through DistroKid. I think our last payment, which I looked at, we only paid it. We only it out once. I think the last time I looked, all of our records have been up there for years. I think I have seventy eight dollars in that bank. Nice. Yeah, I think there's seventy eight bucks in there. So yeah. seventy
0: eight is more than zero. Dave. Yeah.
1: So exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Don't quit your day job. <laughs>
0: So, so what is your day job? Pest control, you just said. I
1: do I I do sales work for pest control. If you have bats in your attic, they call me. I come out. I look at your bats. I say, yeah, there's bats up there. And we try <laughs> to sell you, <laughs> and we sell you on some kind of service they will get the bats out of there.
0: So you don't get rid of the pests. You just sell.
1: I sell then. The, oh, the people come and get rid of the pests. Okay. I I got to deal with pests, but you know, <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't physically have to get rid of them.
0: Okay. And how did you get that gig? How'd you how'd you fall into that?
1: Dumb luck. Dumb luck. I was the pandemic. I lost my job. I was doing like like safety sales for a company during the uh, before the pandemic hit. I lost my job. I was unemployed for about a year and a half. Wow! And then I finally I started doing like hardscape, lifting concrete block. And then I realized I'm getting a little old for this. I'll be 38 (laughs) at the end of next month. Don't lift block anymore. So I just looked online, applied for this job. It seemed like it was cool, and so far it's been a great job. Absolutely love it. Cool.
0: That is well we can say it's dumb luck but as I talk about frequently on this show uh, with all these musicians and even if it's not in music you get an opportunity and you kind of just have to take the opportunity and sometimes yeah. you have to manufacture that stuff and figure out what you're going to do next which is what you did with your day job
1: yeah and I feel like I just you know I keep a positive attitude with most things I just try to smile and keep marching on
0: right so, so let's talk about that for a second then you write depressing songs but <laughs> every time I've interacted with you it's been like this
1: <laughs> well people ask me that too it's a question I, I regularly get a lot um, truthfully I consider like music like it's almost like my diary uh, when you go through this bullshit or you're upset or you're just frustrated and right. you have an existential crisis if you will that's where I put all that okay I don't carry that around with me I don't give I don't dish it out on other people I put it in the songs and then I leave it there that's where it stays cool so, I don't walk around with like the weight of the world on my back. I learned as a young age not to do that because that's a really shitty way to live. Right. To try to fix yeah. everyone's problems and everything. I still yeah. do it every once in a while, so I get myself in trouble. <laughs> um, but uh, you can't live like that. So, I put it in the songs, and then that's where it goes. And cool. then I don't, I don't deal with it ever again.
0: That's That's awesome, actually. Um, let's segue into something completely different. Uh, although similar, you, what you just said reminded me of Andrew WK. Uh, so he's coming through, very positive guy, very mm-hmm. up-tempo stuff. And Plasmid, our friends in the band Plasmid, mm-hmm. got on that show. So awesome for them.
1: Yeah, good for them.
0: Um, so do you get jealous when you see bands in our scene in the Pittsburgh area getting on like really cool shows like that and think, damn it, why am I not on that show?
1: Sometimes I do, but then I also think like... I just must not be well enough connected, or maybe I don't grind as much as I should. I don't know. I actually don't even know. To be honest with you, if someone said Andrew WK is coming through, I wouldn't even know who the hell to call. Like, who the hell do you even call? You look and see, like, oh, Dresky's putting that show on. You're like, yeah, okay, cool. So you send an email to them, and no one gets back to you. Or, like, I think I've done that a couple times, and then I guess I'm just completely jaded from, like, yeah, whatever. Or just, like, just complete, just, nah, it's not going to happen anyway, so So I don't even try anymore. I
0: guess I need to get Doug on the show and ask... You know, what the hell? How are you getting
1: these? I actually don't even know because I saw like at the, uh, the punk and Drublix coming through right? and they have a band from Philadelphia called stolen wheelchairs. They got on that show. I don't even know how that happened. Cause I figured they would have a local cause the one year, uh, Derek, the homeless gospel choir played. Okay. I was like, that makes total sense. He's from right. Pittsburgh. He's on AF records. That makes sense. Right. I, I have, I don't know the guys from Philly. I just don't know how they got on the show. And once again, who, who do you talk to? How did that even happen?
0: Right. I, I, I think those are those are interesting questions and maybe I'll try to get a booker or something on the show and get that information out to guys like you who, yeah, I don't who even might be able to, to use it. Yeah. Don't
1: even have... I wouldn't even know where to begin. But yeah, am I jealous? Not really. I'm I'm happy for these guys. That's right. awesome that they're on the show. Would I like right. to be on it? Fuck yeah, I want to yeah. be on that show, but I would never get <laughs> get mad at them because they got their opportunity to take it.
0: Damn you. Yeah, take
1: anything you can get, man. Just grasping at straws at the level we're at. Just take whatever you can get.
0: Yeah, cool, cool. Cool. Uh, do you think that uh, you yourself or your band, Cityscape Artist, are good ambassadors for for Allegedly, for, for your label? Do you think you're representing what Allegedly is trying to do?
1: I think so. Uh, I, I, I hope so. <laughs> Just for like the sake of the label, I hope so. Um, but yeah, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to bring everyone together, and truth be told, I like when everyone's together. I like when everyone gets the fuck along and no one's got their petty bullshit on the right. sides and everyone just let sh- bygones be bygones, let shit go. Am I guilty of not letting things go sometimes? Yeah. Have I gotten into it with certain bands or certain people in this scene? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but that's also that's me. I know me very well. I know when things are gonna. I know when things are gonna push my buttons and I know when things are gonna make me mad. And, but like, I try to, I try to do the best I can for the label because they're taking a chance on us. So I'm taking a chance on them. Let's make the best of the opportunity right. and see what right. we can do. Yeah, that's, that's why, cool. that's why the EP, I mean, puncture wounds hasn't even been out a year and we're already releasing another EP. I just wanted to give them something quality. Cause I know there's a lot of bands that are signing onto the label. I just wanted to make sure they had something to put out. And right. they want something quality. And I, 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 I don't know. I do my best. I, I, I do the best with what I'm given.
0: Right, right. Cool. So then let's uh, let's talk about this. This hasn't been announced yet, so maybe this will be the place that will announce it. I have my little label, Katsulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm friendly with Brie um, and, and many of the bands that are on allegedly. So Brie and I, Brie and I had this idea. Let's do a show where we get a representative from each of our labels to sort of square off. Ooh. As it were, to be in the same room and play songs back and forth, sort of wrestling style. Oh,
1: is that kind of what I saw when you did it with uh, yeah. Inco Fido? Who- exactly. Yes.
0: Exactly. So we we streamed that on Twitch. So that was sort of proof of concept. We couldn't have people um, in two 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 at the time, but but we streamed it. So Brie and I. So I had this idea. I talked to Brie about it, and we're going to do it. And it looks like November, and it looks like representing katsulu is um one of the best bands in the chicago area called radar okay um i've put out their last two records on my label and i think they're going to be playing against you guys
1: representing ah fuck allegedly fuck (laughs) damn i gotta sing well live and try to beat this guy (laughs) fuck me dude all right all right bring it on radar let's do it (sighs) So I think it's going to be, I <laughs> oh, mean, yeah. and that, in, is, the idea
0: is like wrestling, right? That's yeah. really the idea, over-the-top sort of nonsense. I'm going to be <laughs> representing our, my label. Bree's going to be representing you guys. It'll and be your fun. Label. Let's do it. I think it'll be really fun, but that's this idea of community, right? We have labels, but there are so many bands and so many labels. There's no reason to not work together on yeah. anything, right? And that's
1: and that's kind of once again, that the, that reiterates my sentiment. Everyone just get the fuck along. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't like that guy that much either. But you know what? I'm gonna respect him because he's a peer and he's also a member of the scene. Right. We might have different values, might see the world differently, but I don't dislike that guy right. or that girl because of we just have differences.
0: So let's veer off very slightly into politics because politics has been like on the news and everybody talks about it and and, and I don't want to get too into it really what I want to ask you about here is um, does understanding someone who posts on Facebook all the time and their if you disagree with their political views, does that, does that weigh into your calculation of whether or not you want to play a show with this guy or not?
1: Um, it, the only reason that weighs in and the only time that becomes issue for me and the values that I hold, even like I, 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 and once again, I do a lot of the booking and chunk does as well, but I can speak for the guys in my band. Politically, if if you were a Trump voter, whatever. If you're a Biden voter, whatever, dude. Like, let's be honest, the president is called the shots. saying anyway. we're getting right. we're getting <laughs> fucked. In. It doesn't fucking matter. But if it was something like we got offered a show one time and I had to look into the banks, I'd never heard of them. It was something. <clears throat> it wasn't Central PA. I can't where the hell it was, but we looked into it and found out that they were like a. They were a Nazi. They were like a, oh, a white supremacist band, and they held a lot of like they they put out a lot of literature of like white. And I was like, dude, we're not fucking playing that. So I had to call the guy and tell him like, there's no way we're playing that. I didn't know what it was when I signed up to. it. We're not doing that. And then I got called. What the fuck did he call me? Price. It was probably like something as simple as a snowflake, and I laughed. I was like, okay, dude, whatever, man. I was like, you go with white power, dude, go get them. Um, but no, it's that's the that's the only time that it comes into play for me. Okay, uh, mostly because. I Everyone has their own views, as shitty as they may be. People might think my views are shitty. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I could be talking to you right now, and you'd be looking at me being like, fuck you, Dave. Just shut the fuck up.
0: You might be seeing that behind my eyes right now, Dave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, thats like, it, it doesn't make someone a bad person. Like, it just, do I think some people are stupid? Yeah. Some people are very fucking dumb and very naive, but it doesn't make them a bad person. It just means right. politically, you're just not seeing it the way I am, and I, I think you're wrong, but in the same regard, it's not going to make me hate you. Right. If anything, right. give the, put your arm around the guy. You know, tell him you love him. Maybe he'll change his views. Maybe. Or he'll just call me. A, he'll call me some kind of homo- homophobic slur, right. and that'll that'll end there. And I'll be like, okay, <laughs> all right, that's, that's but, what. We're, but you tried. You, yeah, put in, you
0: put in the effort. That's right? kind of what I'm saying. Just put yeah. in the effort,
1: and yeah. then at that point, you can be like, ah, okay, I don't want to hang out with you anymore.
0: Right on. Well, let's wrap up this episode with uh, with one more question. You've been on the Pittsburgh scene pretty much your your whole life. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Playing in different bands, quitting mid-show, getting tired of stuff, <laughs> putting out depressive songs, all all, all of the above. So, um, what's different for you now compared to when you were first starting out, when you were green, naive? Do you still feel the same about the scene, about music? You know how how has it progressed?
1: For me personally, I used to see it from like almost the outside in. Like I didn't, I wasn't part of the community because when you're younger and you try to get into shows and stuff, you try to play shows and book. You're reaching out to bands that are seasoned, have been around a while. Sometimes they give young people a chance, sometimes they don't. But I always felt like I was looking at it from the outside in, and now I feel like I'm looking at it from the inside out. So okay. there's a lot of bands that I see that are younger. I would love to play shows with them. I think I met some kid in Greensburg. He was adorable. He, he was like... <laughs> he was sitting there looking at the ground, like not making eye contact, t- dragging his toes against the ground, being like, so like if my band gets their shit together, do you guys think you can come back and play a show with us? I was like absolutely dude but like he he lit up he lit up like a Christmas tree he's like really he's like you'd play with us I was like yeah dude we'll open for you I I, I guess when you're looking at it for I guess also I'm older and I guess when you see younger people they look at you like oh this guy knows what he's talking about I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about I never do People think I do. I am no, just I just talk shit. No one, I don't know what the fuck is going it's on. It's the
0: gravitas in your voice, dude. You have that voice where you're like, wow, that guy's got a deep, cool voice. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about.
1: Yeah, people are like, how do you sing so high? I'm like, I sing high? I, was like, I don't think I'd do that ever. Like, I, I, I'd rather, I'm, I'm better suited to like probably sitting in a studio being like, this summer, coming to a theater near you. Yes. Allegedly Records versus Cthulhu.
0: Yes, that's perfect. Yeah, see, I, think- I
1: could do a radio. I could I could do like you know the the trailer voice?
0: We're cutting that a hundred percent before <laughs> the show.
1: I could be like one o four five p.m. driving <laughs> home, eighty seven degrees, traffic's high on the one o five. Yeah, could god. do that too. See, that's what my voice I think was meant for—not killing it, screaming songs. But you know, whatever. You know Everyone's got their own thing.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, you have uh, some vocal talents here. Why aren't you like in animation or something doing voiceover?
1: Um, turns out, if you want to be a voiceover actor, you got to move to. California. Oh, okay. And to live in like Hollywood or LA, I don't know if I've been there recently. Just like a studio apartment, one bathroom, one room is like $4,000 a month. That's more than I make in like two months. So I'm not moving to Hollywood anytime soon. Not to mention if it wasn't voice acting work, they're going to look at me and be like, you're 38 years old, your beard's gray and you're bald. What the fuck do we want with you? You're not starring next to Scarlett Johansson who no wants to see you, motherfucker. Like, yeah, that's fair. And they're probably right.
0: They are, I would say they're 100% right.
1: <laughs> see, so you were on the same page. You're getting it.
0: Right on. Well, thanks very much to Dave for coming on the show and spending time with us. Thanks to everybody who's listening. Please continue to listen. Please like, subscribe, tell your friends, all of that stuff. Check out Allegedly Records. Check out um, all of the City Escape Artist stuff, the stuff that's on No Pants. Go to Dave's sad Spotify channel as well, where you can add (laughs) a couple of... Uh, micro cents to his streams, and I think he'll appreciate it. Yeah, Dave.
1: Yeah, I think it's point zero 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 one cent I make every time you stream it. So if you stream it, like you know, listen to the whole album, I might make a penny. <laughs> right? Maybe. Um, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Oh, dude, thanks for having me. We'll see you next time.